and then they saw me in a bra, and that was it. What's going on, Pearl Jam nerds? You're listening to Single Podcast Theory. I'm Brad Lyons. And I'm Brad Blazek. Yeah. And I'm Brad Blazek. I got it a little bit. I still got it a little bit. Still a little bit of that. <laughs> I that listened to that episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the last I one? I listened to last week's, yeah, and I was like, whoo, I do sound a little rough in spots. Yeah. We sounded full of energy. <laughs> It's like they, I recorded it and put us at half speed or something. Yeah. Well, my voice was just so fucking feeling it. You're sick. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I feel good yeah. today, though, but man. Today's, yeah, today's good. I, <laughs> I had kind of a crazy day today. You sound good. I had to, I had to deliver a pallet of 60 cases of bottled water. Oh, man. And when I got to the place... There was nobody there. They're off for the the, the Thanksgiving weekend, so I had to turn oh, around man. and go go back. So I had to emptied, deliver. So you emptied all the bottles and took dumps in them. Mm, c- close. Oh man, what'd you do? I was like a mile away from the store because this place was like forty five minutes away, mm-hmm. and I made other deliveries in between that place and then going back to the store. I'm a mile from the store take a right turn i hear a weird noise i look in the mirror the fucking cases oh, no. of water are dumping off the side of the truck into the into the highway <clears throat> blazik yeah dude <laughs> how do you have a job and, and i ran one of them over why how did you do that because Aren't i was they pulling... falling behind you yeah but i'm in a big ass flatbed truck so oh gotcha i'm pulling into the middle lane like the turn lane which is the middle right of this four lane highway oh man and i just like ran one of them over <laughs> <laughs> well if anyone needs a delivery driver <laughs> you can email us at singlepodcasttheory at gmail.com i was like oh no not again Man, you could have you could have caused a huge wreck. Yeah, it could have been bad. It could it could have been bad. It, it th- thankfully there was no cars like in the turning lane. There was no cars around me, and I, if I had if it had happened like in the intersection, that would have been real bad. But, right. So well, I'm that glad was you're safe. Traumatizing. Do you have to pay for the water? No, I only lost nine of the sixty <laughs> cases. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I was so hoping after the number nine when I heard the the S sound, I, I thought you were going to say nine out of six. I only lost nine out of sixteen. Oh no! Yeah. Oh man, Brad. So yeah, it was a little rough. But well, a buddy of mine, he came out in his pickup truck. We threw them all in the back of there, and then took rolled on. I had 
some of them still on the truck and I didn't have a way to like, like strap them down or anything. So we just drove back to the store at like 20 miles an hour. (laughs) Well, I've got nothing that can beat that. (laughs) I've been doing fine. Yeah. Oh, Brad. Well, if it's your first time listening, we're the Brads and this is an old Pearl Jam podcast. This is episode 155. And we're going to take a little trip back to 2009, correct? Oh, mm, three. Yeah, that's what I meant. You, you weren't, you were, you were close. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely cutting that out. <laughs> Come on, Pearl Jam super fan. I know. Host of a Pearl Jam podcast. I will say to my credit, though, I got nervous for I got nervous for a second. Like, that's wait, the first oh, time I've really fucked something up like that. That was pretty good. Yeah, leave that in. Come on. No, I'm gonna leave it in. Well, I thought maybe you meant backspacer. Yeah, I got like I, miscommunication. That's probably what you were I, thinking. We did talk about backspacer. We we did. Um, but I still fucked it up. So, <laughs> but at least there's a reason why. So 2003, we're gonna go back yeah. and do a take two on Riot Act because I feel like. Is it just me, or does does it feel like that album's kind of come up a lot? Yeah, especially with the last episode with, uh, uh, what's the opening track? Uh, with Can't Keep. Yeah. Yeah, man. Still can't believe it. Well, okay, I just looked it up, hmm. and technically, Riot Act came out in 2002. Two. Damn it. But it was November, so I think of gotcha. it as 03. Yeah. Well, aren't we so just there, the we worst? were both wrong. We were both a little wrong. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was a lot wrong. Well, I was going to say, one of us was a little wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Riot Act came out 10 years ago or 11 years ago, right? <laughs> good God. Um, I said I was feeling good, but... Mm, I, we just You just brought yourself down. Just a little bit. All right. How was Thanksgiving? Let's do a little Thanksgiving talk. Okay. Let's talk about it. Mine was fine. It was super chill. It was just me and the boy and Leslie. Nobody else. Well, her dad, of course, because he lives there. But he just kind of popped up for... He helped cook and uh, food, popped up some for turkey. some food. Bye. Went, went back downstairs. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, that's to his the beer best. And his Fox News. <laughs> oh, boy. What's, it like? What's that like, living in that house? Um, Just that, that um, situation. How do you say it? That aspect of living with people. Oh, it's fine. I mean, he's always downstairs. It's just funny because it's you can hear the TV on, and then you'll just hear him start yelling and cussing. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me laugh that's, so hard every time. <laughs> it's funny because I'll do the same thing, and then <laughs> the way the way our living room is set up, Susan can't really watch the the big screen TV because it it like hurts her brain like hurts her head okay so she's got a little TV set up and she has headphones and she'll be she'll be sitting over there on the couch watching and so I'm watching like whatever I'm watching the same room yeah like next to each other uh I'm in I'm in a recliner and she's like on the couch you know that's amazing 
<laughs> She's got her little mini TV. Yeah. And her headphones. Yeah. yeah. All right. Continue. So I'll be watching something and there'll be some just yet another Trump bullshit thing. And I'm just like, I'm duh, duh, this guy, uh, this and that. And then I'll hear her quietly. He's going to be gone soon. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> And then oh. I just like I instantly like oh, okay all right I'm all right <laughs> so you get so worked <laughs> up I love it I do I do just take a chill pill man mm -hmm. you're harsh yeah. in my mellow <laughs> oh man all right where were we so we're gonna talk about Riot Act today correct sure. yes well, do we have anything else that we need to cover or should we get into do emails. You do you want to do emails first, or do you want to do a, a, a segment of Ask Brad Lyons? Oh, it's up to you, bro. Let's do Ask Brad Lyons. Maybe okay. this will turn into something. Okay. But this is easy. This is an easy one. All I right. think it'll be easy. Maybe it'll bring up some 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 bad memories. Oh, God. But uh, I don't know who it was. I was listening to somebody, some podcast, and they were talking about, like, um, they were just talking about like being on stage yeah. and it, it made me think like, I'm going to ask you what is like your best moment on stage and like your worst moment on stage. And specifically I have like a recurring nightmare of like, I open my eyes and I'm on stage with a guitar in my hand and I don't know how to play guitar. Right. So has that ever happened to you? Like where, I don't know if you're a guest or something, or you just blank and you don't know the song and you're in front of a gigantic crowd. That and like, what's your worst and best moment on stage? Hmm. My, I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind, worst moment was... I was playing a show, I was on a tour, I believe, and, or it could have been like a spot run thing, but we were in, I do remember we were in Texas, we were at one of the universities, I can't remember which one, and we were playing like their, uh, this arena, um, I think it was probably where they had basketball games and shit like that, uh, mm -hmm. this is probably, uh, 15, 10,000, 15,000 people, something like that. And it was one of these, it wasn't a festival, but it was some event that was happening. And so they were, they paid all these artists to come play. And, uh, we, you know, we'd only do like 30 minute sets, short sets, stuff like that. But these things are extremely scheduled. Like your, your call sheet says things like, um, you know, side, be side stage at 7.04. Uh, be or it'll be backstage with packs at seven o four, at seven o six move to side stage, on stage seven o eight. Set start seven o nine, done eight twenty nine. You know what I mean? It's like real. Right. It wasn't like yeah, yeah go on about eight o'clock. It was one of those yeah. kind of things. And this is before it was like you know there was not. I mean, we all cell phones, but there's no like smartphones, and it wasn't as expected that you just always had your phone on you. Uh, this is probably like 2003, something like that. And so I had gone. I don't know what I did. I went somewhere, and I was like, "Oh, it's time to uh, 
time to be backstage about five minutes. Going to go grab my in-ear monitors out of the bus. Walked on there, shut the bus door as I was leaving, make sure it locked. And I hear out of the loading dock, out of the back of the of the arena, <laughs> I hear a hi-hat go. Oh, no. Which is how we start our set with this one song. Right. And then I hear the first song of our set. And I'm in the fucking like the the driveway of the, the fucking loading dock where all the semis <laughs> right, and shit are. Right. So I go hauling ass, running, and my tour manager is the first person I run by, and I think I did something wrong. And so I'm losing my shit. And I don't mm-hmm. think I'd been on the gig too long. It, but it was, it, I definitely felt like I could, I might have just lost my gig. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I go running by the stage manager, literally as I'm running is like helping me get my, my in-ear pack in my back pocket. And, but there was just no time to get my in-ears on cause they were in because they were fucking playing. So I jump up there, but this is one of those sets where like, there's no monitors on stage cause we all use in-ear, in, uh, in-ear monitors. So I can't get my in-ears in. And the only thing that's making noise on stage is my guitar amp and the drums, just the sound of the drums. Right. Which sounds like it's fine, but when it's in a place that big, mm-hmm. and then I'm, all I'm hearing is the vocal, and that slap back is like a, a full second. So it's just, there's yeah. no sense of time. You know what I mean? It's all a yeah. big wash up there. And I had to play the first, because the first two songs are a lot of guitar, I remember, and I, I we kind of move from one song to the other one and i couldn't ever stop enough to get my in-ears in and so i started the set almost a full song into it and then couldn't hear for the next three songs and then i think we only played like two more uh so that was bad but i found out that they had last minute changed the call time and Mm. i just wasn't around so yeah it wasn't really my fault but that sucked that was terrifying. Yeah. Because I thought I was going to lose my gig. Uh, best moment Best moment on stage? Um, dude, probably... I mean, I think I've kind of talked about this before, but with one... Red Rocks? Were you, did, you, did you tell me you played Red Rocks or The Gorge, one of those? Played The Gorge, yeah, like four or five times, I think. And it's just like amazing. Dude. The backdrop and... Yeah, and that's probably just, like, a good example. Being in a place like that, and mm-hmm. um, there were a couple moments in the show that were kind of, I guess, I guess featured me or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those moments where I kind of understood or I had a lot more empathy, maybe, or sympathy for people that are, like, front people. You know whether they're solo artist or the 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 lead singer of a band, because it's a completely different responsibility. It's not that the guitar player or the bass player, or the drummer isn't important or anything like that, but in terms of like playing live and the difference between like me on guitar for most of the set, I'm just kind of there. I'm not really supposed to be the focus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but that person, if it's 500 people or 5,000 people or 50,000 people, has to grab the crowd. 
like Eddie is so good at doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He he kind of makes you feel like he is thinking about you even if you're in the nosebleed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which that's an extreme talent or example or whatever. But those kind of those moments where uh, I remember they built a part of the light show around this this guitar effect thing that I did, which was I was just really r- ripping off Radiohead. But that was mm-hmm. always a cool moment. And then yeah. there's a moment in the set where she would just kind of take a break, basically, and walk over to the drums, and I would just kind of take lead for a couple minutes right. and just center stage. Yeah, kinda. and uh, in those moments where it's terrifying, and I only have to do it for a couple minutes, mm-hmm. but where then it's my responsibility to kind of have the whole crowd, or presumably not lose them because the artist already had them, and then for the two minutes you got to take over in front of all yeah. those people. Uh, and when it worked, and when something special happened, that right. was like the best feeling in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's yeah, I could see that. I've been to shows before where you're kind of focused on the the front person, mm-hmm. and then then for some reason, like the horn player gets the spotlight right for a minute, and you're like, "Oh, look at this dude!" Sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was <clears throat> cool. That, cool. that kind of stuff. Achieving that, like, not in a ego. I mean, ego is part of it. Right. No, dude. I mean, yeah. When you're a I kid and you're, like, in this shitty garage just trying to learn how to play and you... Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you're mm-hmm. up on stage finally and you're fucking doing it. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a good feeling, man. Yeah. Did that sufficiently ask answer your question? Yes. Did I ramble Thank too you. much? No, I love it. All right, cool. Well, we don't have a bumper for that. You wanna you wanna sing something to me? Right now. Um, sing sing a bumper for <laughs> this segment. And you'll work you'll work something around it. Maybe. Uh I I hear like jazzy like Okay. Alright. Alright. Well what's the lions. I'm gonna ask Fred Lions. Yeah. Alright, cool. I think I can work with that. We'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> All right. I'm I'm eager to hear that. That was a nice uh, we, nice improv, bro. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Did you like that? That was that was right off the top of my head. We need to start a you band. You want some more? Yeah. Yeah, I should. You need a publisher. All right, deal. dude. You go like this. No. All right. And now the guitar player, you play like That's a great guitar melody. The bass, I want the bass to be like Bum 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 ba, bum 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 ba. I think that someone already took that melody. <laughs> I know. I just came up with that. All right, cool. It'll sound different when you're actually playing it. It just you know do put your own add your own little spice to that. <laughs> what kind of spice am I adding to it? Send me on a direction a little, here. A little 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 funk. Put a little funk in there. Maybe a little slap. Can you do that? That bomb, 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 but do it slapping it. The bass, yeah, uh, yeah, I can try that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Maybe get a little fieldy bass tone going. Mm, yeah, Five clank, 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 <laughs> clank, 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 clank. <laughs> All right, let's get in the emails. Ooh, I'm up first this time. Normally, you're up first. Let's see. Sure? Here. 
<laughs> am I? Wait, am I not up first? I, I, I don't know. Are you? I thought you said I was. Mm, n- n- I don't, maybe I did. Maybe I misunderstood you. Go ahead. No, no, you take it, bro. It's a long one, so I was going to do it. Sure. I don't want to mess up your flow, man. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm in my flow state. Clank, 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 clank. There you go. See? Now you're getting it. Yeah. Put a little flanger on it. Totally. And if you could do some of that. what is there? Is there a is there a term in the biz for like... Uh, when you run your finger up the neck, like bump, 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 boom—that <laughs> <laughs> part. Well, when you do it, I call it magic. <laughs> I don't know. Just what's a that, slide. What's that? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> kind of a portamento, if you will. Yeah, that thing where you slide your finger up the neck. What's that called? A slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some might call it a gliss. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, give me the the in in the know terminology so I don't sound like a fool. That's all I got, man. <laughs> when I'm talking to my musician buddies, I mean, it, it would be totally sufficient when talking to your mu- musician buddies to just say "slide up the neck." Okay, okay. We all know what that means. Okay, all right. You're good. Yeah, but if I said uh, put a little gliss on that, would that make mm. sense also? No, no. <laughs> Sounds like you're medicating something with some sort of salve or balm. <laughs> Maybe some uh, antibiotics mixed in with it, you know? <coughs> okay. Uh, sorry. You can take good, all man? that out. Gliss. <clears throat> oh, glistening, throbbing. Stop. <laughs> Come on. Go from glistening to throbbing. You fucking dirtbag. Thick, veiny. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to spend all night editing this. <laughs> No, keep that in. People, the people, no. my people love that. My peeps. Not no. No they one love. wants to hear Brad B <laughs> describing a glistening, veiny cock. Hey, nobody. Go back, including me. I never said cock. <sighs> your your sick mind went there. I, dude, I'm giving you magical uh, musician speak. You're you're what making are you it talking dirty. about. Veiny? <laughs> those, yeah, those are all. Ter- that's all like guitar terminology, is it not? Throbbing? No. Throbbing bass? Mm. <laughs> Brad, you're fucking stretching it. <laughs> uh, now who's being sick? How do we get? How do we get back in here? Picking up from Matt Massey. Like- hey guys, <laughs> you can't cut all that out. Come on, that was gold. Pick up with the email. (laughs) All right. Matt Massey writes in, hey, guys, 
When I saw the subject of the latest episode, I threw together my ranking of album openers before listening. Quite a playlist it makes. When going through the openers, I really wanted to give the top spot to Go or Brain of Jay or Getaway while thinking it over. But when you get down to it, Last Exit is the superior opener to them all in every way. Whether looking at how it fits the album or just the song quality. The crack of that snare. Same as Brad B. That's burned in my brain from the first time I heard it. Dave A's drumming is just brutal. Speaking of Dave A, he was on a podcast that I saw the link for on the message board. The host made it such a tough listen that I couldn't get through it. But what I heard from Dave was interesting. Nothing negative to say about Ed, which was a little surprising. He's kind of he kind of got where he was he kind of got where he was coming from. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean Oh, he's probably saying that Maybe I kind of got where he was coming from. Or he was saying that Dave kind of got where Ed was coming from. Oh, okay. I mean, I need to listen to this podcast. Yeah. I'd like to. Um, <clears throat> he has an original version of Itology that he said was a lot different and more accessible. I imagine all of the odd tracks were added after he left the band. Worth a try, uh, worth a try to listen. Um, that's weird. I wonder if he's saying like a different mix of Itology. Or just something without like bugs and right, I'd probably different track listing. Yeah, uh, been listening to Vitology a lot lately, and it's such a beast of a record. It's neck and neck with No Code for me for the number two album spot. No Code is still two. Yield is number one. The older I get, the more I appreciate what Vitology is. It is a raw and angry documentation of a time period where the biggest band in the world at the time was on the verge of implosion. You can feel the tension and struggle with stardom they were dealing with. It's powerful. When I need to clear my head of all the noise from work, responsibilities, life, etc., I usually put my headphones on and drown it out with more noise by cranking music as loud as possible. It works for me. It's usually Vitology when I do this. Hope you guys have a happy Thanksgiving. Stay safe, and when you get down, just think that there's only 55 days remaining of Trump in office. Take care, <laughs> Matt Massey. Yes, dude. Thank you. He'll be gone soon. Just relax. <sighs> That's the angel in your ear speaking. Yeah. Yes, she's an angel. Man, <clears throat> thanks for the email, Matt. Yeah, dude. Happy Thanksgiving. I, happy Thanksgiving. Let's see here. I've got one from the, Evan the Walker. First one. He says, hey guys, 15-year-old Pearl Jam fan here. I started listening to the podcast about a week ago, so I don't know if this has been asked before, but I wanted to know, besides Pearl Jam, what are some other bands you guys favor? Thanks a lot. I love the podcast, and keep up the great work. Evan. Evan, thanks so much. And we love getting emails from teenagers that are into Pearl Jam because totally I feel like I don't know it's like ourselves <laughs> what's that we feel like teenagers ourselves yeah for sure I don't know it's I guess it's the equivalent of me being a teenager and getting into Zeppelin mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah they were already gone and kind of classic rock by the time I came around yeah um Except for Pearl Jam, still fucking putting still out albums. And putting out great shit. Yeah. What it's other bands? Time. Let's see. Uh, well, go, go through my list that I sent him and 
tick off how many of those you like. Oh, let's see. <laughs> okay. Oh. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long list. Man, you really... Uh, well, I wanted to give them a, a a big flavor, not just like the top three. Yeah, that, but there's no one on this list that I'm like, Ugh, gross, right? You know what I mean? Just some yeah. that I'm just not that into. Uh, yeah. Let's see. For me, the big ones are Zeppelin, for sure. Uh, Pearl Jam, all the '90s stuff, man. Uh, yeah. SDP, Soundgarden, Nirvana. Blind Melon, listened to a lot of Blind Melon, Blind Melon back in the day. Uh, what else? Guns. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby liked to hear that. Metallica. Uh, but I'm also into like tons of, I don't know. I listen to a lot of rap and hip hop. Uh, I dig, there's just a lot of pop music I think I like, um, I get into. I'm kind of all over the place. Billie awesome. Eilish, you like Billie Eilish? I can love Billie Eilish. Are you kidding me? What's um the the sad sad girl, sad, sad lady, girl. sad lady? What? The man, she's so like she has the voice of an angel, but she's so sad. Like her lyrics will just like. Are you talking like yeah, a Lana know. Del Rey or something? Mm, no, she's got that one song that makes me cry, where she's talking about going to her friend's funeral. Oh, Phoebe like Bridgers? Phoebe Bridgers, dude. Damn, dude. Yeah, I listened to... I wore that last record out. She just put something out, didn't she? She just put an EP out of uh, versions of songs from that last record, Punisher, that are just strings and vocals. Oh, oh, wow. So there's okay. like a version of Chinese Satellite with just her and like a string section. And Ooh, I gotta uh, check that out. I do like her, but... It's just like, oh, if you guys are into her or want to check something out while we're talking about Phoebe Bridgers, if you go and search, it's it was on uh, BBC. Oh God, I think she was with Arlo. Maybe I don't remember. Uh, but she does a cover of "Fake Plastic Trees," Radiohead from the album "The Bends," which is one of my favorite all time. Radiohead songs, especially of their older stuff. And it's just her and, um, God, why can't I think of her name right now? This other solo artist just playing piano and singing harmony on the chorus in a church. And it's fucking awesome. Especially if you're a Radiohead fan. I think you'll love the cover. Totally off the topic, but there was a song called Not an Addict by Case Choice. Do you remember oh, this 90s? Dude, I loved that song. Dude, oh, me too. My nephew turned me on to, there's a version of it with a like 200-piece choir. Yeah, I've and heard that. It's fucking mind-blowing. That's cool. Yeah, Not an Addict with, with a choir. Like, you look it up on YouTube, just Not an Addict with choir. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Like it was just like such because I, I mean I like that song anyway, but then to hear this with the choir, wow, yeah, amazing. Man, there's so much good music. I was just thinking like oh, the stuff that I mean that last run the Jules record, I had to like force myself to quit listening to it because <laughs> I just it was on repeat constantly for like yeah. a few weeks after it came out. Um, that last Lana record, Norman fucking Rockwell, that. 
that's a great record. There's, so, there's tons of good stuff out there right now. I'm, I think I've said this before. I'm not a genre guy. Like, I'm not... I mean, I definitely, obviously, if I had to state claim on one, it would be, like, just straight-up rock and roll. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I just like stuff that I find really good. Like, yeah. I really get down and respect a great pop song. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or... Yeah. Um, and I hate the shitty I ones. do... I do too, but not to the extent that you do. Sure. Like, obviously, you look at this list I sent him. I'm way more on, like, rock and metal side. But that's not to say, like, oh, I won't listen to Billie Eilish or Phoebe Bridgers, right. you know? And that's the easy so, comparison is, like, I, I'm not a metal guy. I have way more yeah. pop on my list than mm-hmm. I would metal. Mm-hmm. But the metal I listen to, I fucking love it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just not very much. I don't know. Your your list was long, dude. <laughs> but it's cool that yeah. it's all over the place. Yeah. I gotta throw no, I could have I, I, th- I could have kept going. Oh, I'm sure. I won't. <laughs> was three eleven on there? No. Wow, crazy. I know. You're right? I should have put them on there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Embers the color of your energy. Did you like that? Oh my god, we've butchered this email section enough. But seriously, Evan, thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate it. And I hope we haven't said anything too bad for your 15-year-old ears. Yeah. Just kidding, man. All right, who we, we might have. Probably. Uh, all right. Clay Davis wrote in, hey, Brad, just sending you a note, wishing you guys uh, a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. Even though we had our Thanksgiving holiday already in Canada, we still love watching the American parades and festivities. Your pal, Clay. Shit. Yeah. Thanks, Clay. Thanks, Clay. Thanks to uh, Aurelian Moreau. Yep. He 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 uh, private messaged me. Um, a couple of people did. I'm sorry, I'm not remembering everybody. But happy Thanksgiving. Hope hope everybody had a nice holiday. Yeah, same. And and I really do. It probably sounds. Uh, I just I appreciate people reaching out to me. Yeah, man. I was waiting for some emotional exposition about people reaching out to you i i mean i just appreciate it (laughs) fuck you i i feel bad because i don't remember everybody that did it and so now i'm just like i feel like i'm singling people out and forgetting others and i hate to do that you know who you are all right we got one more email (laughs) it's from chris davis he says, okay, dudes, this exercise was hard. He's referring to the openers. Uh, this exercise was harder than it looked. It was like telling me to rank my favorite 11 songs. So here we go. 11, Gonna See My Friend. Number 10, Whoever Said. Number 9, Getaway. Uh, he said this is where it got hard. The, the, he likes this song a lot, but he had to put it at number 9. 
Number eight, sometimes. He said, I don't know where to put this one. Uh, seven was can't keep. He said, put it here because I liked it better than sometimes. Number six was life wasted. Mm-hmm. I don't care, but this is a great song. I'm with you on that, man. I love that song. Uh, number five, he put once. Um, what else is to be said? Great opener. Not the best, but it's up there. Number four on his list was Brana J. Uh, let's see. Number three is Breaker Fall. like that way up on the list. He mm-hmm. says uh, one of their most underrated openers. It's great. I agree with him on that one. Number two, Last Exit. He said this is where it's so fucking hard. Um, because... He says, because I love Last Exit and Go, but I had to go with Go at number one. Um, he says, this is the, just the best PJ opener. It just is. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Chris. Hope you had a thanks, great Thanksgiving as well. I like having, I like that. Number Go, or Go at number one. Mm-hmm. It is hard. Go and Last Exit. It's tough, man. To to pick one, my only thing with his list is sometimes like I, I we talked about it last week, but I think sometimes is such a great opener. Agreed. Well, that's it for the emails. If you would like mm-hmm. to email the show, you can email us at singlepodcasttheory at gmail dot com. We are on social media, so go say hey over there. And if you would like to support the show, head over to patreon dot com p a t r e o n dot com slash singlepodcasttheory. For all that info. Got anything else we need to cover? Uh, speaking of Twitter. Oh, boy. I don't like any a, any conversation that starts no, with this was Twitter. No, this was a great, this is one of the greatest tweets of all time. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Jeremy Poulet, Poulet, maybe he's French. Okay. He, he, he tweeted some amazing... Artwork. I don't know if you can oh, pull that's it up right. on your phone, but he he created some some single podcast theory themed. It's pretty stellar. artwork. Yeah, the the one is just amazing. It's a, it's a Lowe's truck. Yeah, but instead of Lowe's on the side, it says loads. And if you look closely, you'll see Brad B straining to take Ugh. a shit into a refrigerator in the back of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it, it just this made me laugh so hard. Yeah, they're all good. I, I just uh, saw this one. I hadn't seen this one before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, is, this, <laughs> is this the blazer and the lion? Yeah, there's. Well, this no, no. Well, I don't. Let's see. Oh yeah, yeah. I d- didn't see the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Then there's the other one where we're both. Uh, I love that. My, I've got a coffee cup and you've got sp- a spilt. Is that soda or beer? It doesn't matter. Cold, cold beer. Cold beer. Get you a cold beer. <laughs> yeah. Cold drink. It's got a thought bo- or a, like a dialogue bubble over Brad, and he's just rambling about fucking daylight savings. <laughs> Should I do yeah. an impersonation of my text bubble myself? Yes. Yeah. Okay. How would I say this? All I'm saying is, man, is that uh, if you give it a chance, Dissident's a pretty good song. Was that a good me? That was a good you. Yeah. yeah I like it. And yeah. I like how like defeated you are. You've yeah. got your hand like on your face and Yeah. The only thing I don't understand, I I don't know if this is like an older thing. Why do you have like bunny ears and a nose? Let's see. Is that something we talked about? Probably. That, that's a reference I'm not I'm not getting. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, what are you talking about, bunny ears? I'm the lion. You're Blazer. That's oh, why you're on fire. Oh, <laughs> You dummy. I'm so stupid. I'm so stupid. I thought I was on fire because I'm so upset and angry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I hope we did an <laughs> adequate dumb. job of describing uh, something no dumb. one can see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for sending that. That was a good laugh. It's great. I'm assuming well, then there's you, one. <laughs> you're going to post it? I love the one. Yeah, I'm going to post these. Um, there, he, he sent in one where I'm doing a wheelie on my motorcycle, <laughs> and you are hanging on, like, around my neck Yeah, <laughs> for dear life. Yeah, I'm about to die. But, dude, look at that sweet... SPT leathered motorcycle jacket. Damn right. You need to get one of those, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. So Jeremy, thank you, dude. These are the everybody poops one is just amazing. So good. It's, so good. Yeah. And it even has the hashtag end poop shaming on the door. <laughs> Gotta end so it, bro. Great. I love it. I love it. So no more poop uh, shaming. He, he said, uh, He's, what did he tell me? He was. He just said he was bored and has a phone. What kind of phone? I can't remember. Oh, he says, oh, okay, I just get very bored, easily inspired by humor, and have a Samsung Note phone. So I don't know oh, if that boy. makes it easier on to there. do the artwork. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jeremy, hats off. Just yeah. keep, keep them coming. Nice work, bro. All right. Well, now that we've settled that we are going back to 2002... Not 2009 mm -hmm. or 2003. Right. Uh, you got... So again, just to recap, this is not your favorite record. Mm -hmm. It's I mean, it's not my favorite record either, but right. I definitely like it a lot more than you do, I would say. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair to say. I mean, I would say I like it more now than when we started the show. Hmm. I don't know. You haven't really moved the needle at all, have you? I don't think anything's changed. I, I, I've always say though, the irony is that one of my all-time favorite songs is on this album. Yeah. You are. Yeah, of course. All right, well, let's just go ahead and get into it, man. Yeah. We don't need some long I'm preamble. Excited. No. Here it's we right go. Act. Everyone knows. Come on, come on. I don't think I've ever heard that little whatever intro part is before the drums kick in. What do you mean? Right when you hit play, there was like some kind of weird studio chatter or something. Oh yeah, it was uh, someone was counting the song off. Okay. See, I've never even listened to the whole song. How dare See? I? If you just sit and listen, Brad, you learn something.
Dude, that's so fucking cool. I mean, that's one of my favorite vocal performances of this record is actually this song. No? All right, good talk. I mean, come on, that's got like, it ticks all the opener boxes. It's kind of a slow burn. Yeah. But it's kind of a, a you know, a, it's got attitude to it too, a lot of tension. I guess there's just nothing that like jumps out and grabs me yeah. about it. All right. I give up. Uh, <laughs> White flag is I'm up. Not saying- I'm not saying it's a bad song, but it's just not, like I know you're not, honey. Um, and I hate I, I don't I wouldn't skip it, but I do kind of get the feeling like, all right, come on, let's get to this song to save you because I do like this song a lot. Yeah, dude, this song just, the bass sounds great in it. The little underlying keys. Yeah. Uh, Matt fucking Cameron, you know, this this song is like, yeah. Yeah, but it's also an easy Pearl Jam song to like, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I mean, I'm not knocking the song at all, but it's never right. been one of my... I don't love it as much as everyone else loves it, I feel like. Mm. I get that. (laughs) And lyrically, come on. I mean, everybody wants this guy to be their friend when they're down. Eddie? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the person, not the person singing, what is it called? Like the the generic person singing. The narrator? The narrator, thank you. That's what I was trying to say. The protagonist? Yes, yes. And then this part. Yeah, I love on, this dude. part. He's putting that gliss on it. 
You don't feel that, don't you? Plus. Yeah. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's the thing I've always said about this album. I like the songs that rock, and there's not a lot of them on this album. You know, the more... Really? The, the, what do you mean? Well... I mean... Crop Duster? You yeah, are... I'm saying there's there's some... Green disease. But the other the other ones are very right. like folksy, folk folk rock, and that's just Half not full. me. <clears throat> All right, well, folk rock. What are you talking about? <laughs> you can't keep. That's folk that's definitely rock? like, well, like yeah, folky, folk inspired maybe. Brad. What are you talking about? Thumbing my way, thumbing my way. Okay, maybe that one. Yeah, sure. It's an acoustic song. Can't keep folky. What are you talking about? Why do you consider that song folky? It's just so, like, slow and. Hmm. Interesting. Ah, so now you can shut on one of my favorite songs. (laughs) Here we go. Again. this song i do understand why you don't like it mm-hmm. it makes sense to me i can't describe why i understand why you don't like it it's but a little kind of like 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 sappy sounding yeah kinda. it's kind of to me it's like almost i know they're different songs but same reason you don't like sirens yeah yeah and it's not the lyrics or the theme of the song I, I, right. the lyrics are amazing sure very like uplifting and Eddie's singing like this this part right here like the passion in his voice I do like that part but the uh, it's just kind of sing songy yeah You know, I hate to talk negatively about anybody in the band or any of this, these aspects. So th- it's oh, hard boy. for me to. 
Where are you going with this? Uh, boom. There's a, there's just too much. There's too much keys in this song. Boo. I know. I know. I can Boo. feel it Boo. A thousand voices just cried out in the night. I love it. I love the keys. I've been watching a lot of Star Wars lately. Yeah. I, maybe that's why I don't. Like, I like that stuff um, sporadically or sparingly. Right. In this song, it's like all over it. Yeah. It's kind of the main instrument, really. One of them. Right. Well, Boom's got a writing credit on this. Hell yeah. So, I'm sorry. I love Boom. He's awesome. I love what he brings to the live show. I just... this There's too much in this song. Okay. All right. Can you take all that out? I don't want them to hear this. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I'll mark it, but... No, I mean, you can leave it. I'm just saying. I don't know, dude. I <sighs> Don't worry about it, bro. Just listen to the jams. It's just not my flavor. Is that is that a good way to say it? Yeah, dude. I'm and you I mean, know I'm not trying to talk you into liking the song. I'm just yeah. No, I know. I'm trying to understand just, your brain with food. You just uh, say like I don't like this. I don't like this flavor. Right. But like I feel like <laughs> I'm putting somebody down who is you know a way better person than I am, a way better musician than I would ever be. And who am I to say, like, oh, I don't like Boom Gasper? Well, but that's not what you're saying. Okay. This is one of those songs that I look at it, I, I look at the kind of track listing in this record. And it happens every time, but I still do it. I kind of go like, eh, crop duster. And then it comes on, mm-hmm. I'm like, I fucking love this song. Yeah. It's a weird Matt Cameron song. Yeah, it's super weird. Those drums? Mm-hmm. That's a weird, some weird timing, right? Yeah. Well, dude, and that goes back to this whole album is what you just said. Like, I will look through the the track list and I'll just be like, yeah, I don't love that song. I don't love this song. And then I listen to it and I'm like, I kind of do like this song. Yeah. You know? And that's like, that's not a great way. That's That, that doesn't, ugh, what am I trying to say? That's not like a great way to think of an album. Does that make sense? Yeah. That, like, I should want to listen to this all the time. Well, I don't think that's true. But I should. Well, it's just not your favorite record. Yeah. It's not mine either. 
I mean, it's in the back five for me, for sure. Yeah. I love this too because it kind of. I love that I don't automatically think of this song as a Matt Cameron song. Mm hmm. In that, I mean, it has odd time signature, but it's nothing crazy. Right. Um, and it's a little less riffy. When I think of Matt Cameron songs, I think of riffs a lot of times. I think of what? Riffs, like guitar riffs. Like, he, he right. writes very 90s in a good way, like guitar riff kind of music. You know what I mean? Yeah. This one doesn't have... It's just kind of got that strumming... Yeah, it's a little more chordal. Like, but the drums, like, when you hear those drums, you can totally yeah. see that it's him. Sure. But, I, I mean, this song... Um, I like this song. I love this part right here. Yeah, me too. Cool outbridge. Yeah. And the chorus that, that I thought the world... Uh, I, yeah. What's he say? <laughs> I thought the world, the world thought me. That's a cool chorus. Like the way he sings it. Yeah, it's, it's very like singable. Yeah, for sure. BGV back there. Mm -hmm. I love the guitar tones on this song. Yes. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, and this is, I think, I think. I know you're not on the Facebook, but I think this is a song that a lot of people don't like. Hmm, really? Which I never I never understood. I mean, it's not my favorite song, but I sure. like this song. It's a, it's a pretty cool like rock song by them. Yeah. And like you said, that that guitar tone. Yeah. This right here, this part. Yeah. Got like a fucking harmonizer octave pedal with a fuzz on it. Yeah, dude, that that part. Uh -huh. Obviously, Mike soloing is always going to be great, but if you go back and listen to that 
listen to Matt's drums. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like, he's doing some, like, jazzy shit back there with the ride cymbal and the yeah. snare. And the toms, like, he's doing these little tom rolls. It's... it's Dude, Matt it's is a cool musical little... as fuck, man. Yeah, yeah. trashy and like it really does sound like they're all playing that one in the same room like yeah no overdubs that was just the take the best take they did yeah, kind of thing that's a, that one is totally raw sounding yeah and this one's obviously one of the more kind of like cleaned up sounding songs on the record you know yeah, yeah. it's your sea shanty mm-hmm because <laughs> I was just thinking that <laughs> I figure as each breath goes by, I only own my mind. The north is to south, what the clock is to time. There's east and there's west, and there's everywhere life. I know I was born and I. Yeah, I mean, you talk about sing songy. That's yeah. like, th- this song is that even worse. Right up your alley. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God, I, I mean, I get song. it. I, I know, and that's great. Yeah, but we've <laughs> talked about not, you know, like you, yeah. you get the lyric. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. another one of those yeah. examples of, uh, one of those songs that you don't love necessarily all of yeah. the music, but you can jam on the lyric. Mm-hmm. And this part right here, the way he just sang that stuff, it's, it's super uplifting. I mean, again. It, for a song that I don't really love, I mean, I can feel Eddie's passion yeah. always. Sure. You know? Well, that's what's great about every one of them and every drummer in the band, too. Is you know, we, we're just talking about Matt being so musical, but uh, all the drummers are musical as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not like yeah, show off chops drummers. You know what I mean? Like they're right. You can tell they all have chops, whatever, but it's they all are playing the song, not trying to be the best drummer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what yeah. makes them so great. I feel like they're all kind of like that. That was the thing about, I had to do a couple auditions when I first was up in Nashville, um, which I would never do something like this now. Well, these fucking auditions where 
they wanted me to play something acoustic, like a piece. But I was just auditioning to go out and play acoustic guitar for press stuff for a solo artist. You know what I mean? It was like, just fucking strumming chords. And, and that's not what I'm good at. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I never approached guitar like, I'm going to be like Eddie Van Halen. I just like mm-hmm. playing songs. That's what I'm good at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And every, that's the difference is people work on all these chops and that's awesome. And you, that's part of being great at what you do is putting in that work or whatever. But just the understanding that just because you have chops doesn't mean shit. You have to be able to write a melody or a drum groove that people are going to want to sing or or dance to. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's well, you need to know when to put that stuff in. Yeah, a song for sure. They're also tasteful. While kind of they've created their own thing too. That's the thing mm-hmm. that's like easy to forget about a band like Pearl Jam is they, yes, they are a kind of a callback to the seventies, right? There's a lot of that in there, late sixties, seventies. Um, but they kind of they made it their own thing. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, that's what I was gonna say. They kind of that stuff was when they first started. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But they they turned into Pearl Jam after a few albums. Yeah, for sure. I can't be free with what's locked inside me. And I love that, you know, a song like Thumbing Thumbing My Way is on the same record and right next to a song like You Are. Yeah. It could not be more different. But they all yeah. still make sense on a record together. Yeah. This record, yeah. The questions No matter how cold the winter. But like this song this song is like for me like a super like mood song. Sure. Like uh, are you do you like do you think like, oh man, I need to hear Thumb in my way? I love that song. It's so great. No. Or is it just like, yeah, it's all right. It's not that either. Um, okay. I definitely... Yeah, it's not a seek it out thing, but mm-hmm. when, you know, those days when I have my studio albums playlist and just put it on shuffle, definitely I'm not going to skip it. Mm. There's those keyboards. I can't see what's next from this lonely overpass. Hang my head and count my steps as another car goes past. All the rusted signs we ignore throughout our life. Choosing the shiny ones in Great lyrics, man. That's one of the reasons mm-hmm. why I love this song so much. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, see, if I was <clears throat> on the beach walking around and I saw like a campfire and I heard someone playing music and I went over and there's Eddie and he starts playing this, okay? I would probably start crying and remember that as one of the greatest moments in my life. Sure. But besides that, <laughs> I could take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the God. only moment where I need to hear this song. Thank God you are as next. We can get you talking some yes. positivity in yes. here. Yes, yeah. Fucking over here pissing on my riot act parade. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll apologize now, halfway through, everyone yeah, that loves exactly. riot act. I love you all. I apologize. These are my views and mine alone. Yeah. Thumbing my way. Yeah, I could take it or leave it. <laughs> you are? I'll take it. I will take this song all day. I wish this album opened with You Are. I wish the second song was You Are. I wish it closed with You Are. God, listen to that. Yeah, but Brad, did you hear my shitty Chicago accent that I was speaking with? That's more important. <laughs> this broken is coming down. Man, just listening to Mike's guitar in the left speaker is just so just fucked out and weird and total opposite of Stone's tight little programmy sounding tremolo guitar, you know? Yeah. I mean, this is a song that I'll listen to five times in a row. Yeah. And I'll listen to the hi-hat for four minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'll listen to the drums for four minutes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I'll listen to just Mike. I'll listen to that fuzzed out whatever that is. Yeah. It's just, that's this, this song. I just love it so much. I love everything about it. Agreed. And the lyrics? Come on, dude. Yeah. Sometimes I burn like a dot on the sun. Yeah. No. Every time he gets to that part of the song, I'm like, oh. Mm. Like, they could just loop this song for 10 minutes. And <laughs> That's I'd what be I'm totally saying. Cool. You know what? I wish this album was called You Are. Yeah. Uh, I, Matt is it's Matt's doing the background vocals real low in the background mm -hmm. like you can barely hear it and now it gets a little spooky yeah
Yeah, the fucking funky ass, <laughs> whatever that is. I could hear your white man stink face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had that that white man's overbite. Yes, yeah. Spooky, ghostly guitar just ringing out. Yeah, that's one thing Pearl Jam knows how to do is dark, creepy. Mm. Ambivalent? No, what's the word? Ambient. Ambient, yes, thank you. Ambit. Ambit. So smart, dude. That's what my mama says. Love it. Can you play it again? Can we listen to that again? Nope. All right, that's what I love because this is a great song too. Yeah, these two songs are great. I mean, this is like this. This is where I'm like, yeah, this is what I want to hear. This is where the the album like takes off. Yeah, side side two, side two. Yeah, I almost feel... I think. I don't know. I, I almost feel I don't like... I know how the album... The song would have been good at the somewhere toward the front of the record. I mean, I wouldn't take it... Mm. I wouldn't put it at the beginning, but... Yeah. As far as the opener, but... Could have been a cool song, too. And then Save You, and then Love Boat Captain. Mm-hmm. Those hand claps. Yeah. That's just, that, hand claps just make you happy. It's true. It's so true. Right? Yeah. You can't, like, not, like, feel happy when you hear, you know, five guys hand doing hand claps. It's true. Especially when those five guys are Pearl Jam. Right. Yeah. And then this solo. Come on, dude. I love this album. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. 
What about green disease? You down with the green disease? Yeah, I, I like it. All right, I, all right. Another another rocker. Yeah. That bass tone, man. Mm-hmm. A little spelling, spelling lesson. It's another one of those songs that you can kind of forget about because it's toward the end of the record, but then you get to it yeah. and you're like, fuck, I love this song. Yeah. Yeah, it's got, you know, that driving bass and drums beat. I'd love to see this song live. Yeah. Is there some sort of percussion? I, it's, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's almost like he's playing the ride cymbal. Mm, it's it's like some piece of metal. You know what I'm about? Yeah, he's yeah. It's in yeah. the left speaker. Yeah, because this is Adam Casper, right? He produced this record, yes. correct? Yeah, yeah. And that's like a total Adam Casper. I feel like he's all he's never afraid to like just find random pieces of shit laying around the studio and make mm-hmm. it a percussion thing and it's usually metal clanky sound could it kind just of stuff. be like a cymbal stand yeah totally absolutely oh boy this is your favorite song on the record <laughs> it's just so this is this is this is like Bugs, uh, maybe not bugs, but like, I just this song I just don't get. Like I get bugs, okay, right. and I know a lot of people hate that song. Sure, but that's how I feel about this. Like this is just. Yeah, for me, it's uh, it depends on what mood I'm in. Sometimes yeah. I hear this song and I'm like, man, this is so fucking cool and weird. And then other times I'm like, I can't do this right now. You know, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a little yeah. unnerving. Right. I think it's the vocal track. If I could hear this without vocals, I might like this more. Because the music is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, it's that It's that high harmony is a little pitchy yeah. and a little shaky. But I mean, I think on yeah. purpose, you know what I mean? Yeah, of um, course. And it gives it that 
yeah, that weird, uh, uneasy kind of feeling. <laughs> yeah, this right here, yeah. like the. Well, plus this is a Jeff song. Right. So it's going to be weird. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, listen to the guitars. They're great. Right, that's what I'm saying. Take that weird vocal out. It's a pretty rocking little song. I don't know, man. As time goes on, just in general, I'm gaining more and more respect for the weird shit. Yeah. I mean, I totally get what you're saying. That's not like it. An argument to what you were saying. It's just right. No, no, I get it. Because I'm coming. I, I'm not. I haven't come around to this song really. But like Bush Leaguer, mm-hmm. a song I used to skip without guilt. I I like it now. Yeah. I'm glad there's always songs like this one on their records because it it reminds me. Even if I don't love the songs, it reminds me that they're still willing to kind of explore and mm-hmm. take chances and not be yeah. so worried about whether or not every person loves every song on their record. Right. That's not their yeah. motivation, you know? That's the thing. Like, I like that there's weird songs on their albums. Right. I, some of them I like, some of them I don't. Sure. But I like the fact that they're there and yeah. that they put them out. And there's a reason for them, you know? Mm-hmm. I love. I mean, great record. They put out what they want to put out, which is why I love mm-hmm. them. But if you, if, I mean, it's a fifteen-song record. That's a lot of songs. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It's it's not totally obvious to me which ones I would take out though. Mm-hmm. If you had to get rid of five songs. Hmm. To make oh, it like a normal it. tune song. Yeah, I know you could. <laughs> this would be a fucking straight up rock album. Yes. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Would this be on there? Would this make it? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. This would be the one weirdo song. Okay. <laughs> but if I had to cut a song out, this would be it. Like, if it came down to this or not, mm-hmm. I wouldn't feel bad about axing this. But there's four or five others I would cut off before this one. He's not a leader, he's a Texas right. Swinging for the fence. Got lucky with a strike. Drilling for fear makes the I mean, in my imaginary imaginary world, I just feel like this one. Whether you like the song or not, it's kind of a defining song on the record. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like marks its place in time, you know. God, this part right here, this, it's so good. Yeah. 
I think when I was younger, like when this album came out, this part, the talking kind of beat poet style mm-hmm. of these verses is what turned me off. Yeah. I get that. A nicotine wish in a Columbus decanter. Retrenchment hoggishness. But the chorus part is like, I didn't get to the choruses till I was older. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't even listen to the whole song. That's so funny. Uh, but now when I listen to it, like, I can handle this stuff because we get to this insanely cool chorus part. Right. I'm kind of surprised there wasn't a, a version of this song geared at Trump on the new album. Yeah, he definitely, obviously, weaved it in there some, but yeah, not one right whole song. Yeah, and I don't know what that is. I, I, you know, is it he didn't want to do? a full-on anti-Trump song like he did back then. Right. You know? seemed like there, there was a much bigger picture involved in the, mm. the I don't know, the heart of that record. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 This is another one of those that I never think to like put on, yeah. but I should. Yeah. Because every time Me I hear too. it, I'm like, fuck, this is good. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie's voice. So good. Got that raw rawness to it and that funky Red Mosquito style intro with the guitars. I, I love this song. Yeah, same. Yeah, dude. Love it. Just the whole groove in the pocket of the song feels yeah. so good. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know why I've never really 
heard it, but Matt Matt is all over this fucking album. Yeah, dude, he sounds great on this record. And this is, I don't know if you would say this, this is a Jeff song, music-wise. Is it? Yeah. It's not your, I didn't know that. Not as weird as his songs usually are. I kind of always figured this is like a band jam. That they turn, You know what I mean? They like yeah. kind of all wrote together. I never yeah. thought about the songwriter for this one. Love this, just Eddie moaning. Yeah. song we didn't talk over mm-hmm it's so funny i pretty cool did not care for that song back back in the day uh now i actually like it yeah i like it when it comes on now it just sounds so cool you yeah, know it's pretty trippy i know i've i've come full circle on that song true you know? 
but it just sounds cool and i just don't know if it fits i mean it fits on the album but i don't know i get it now this song you like this song right love it yeah okay love it classic pearl jam outro album outro it's fucking great is this considered like blues is this blues-esque what would you no i mean it's Mm. i would consider this closer to like almost like older country in a way Mm. oh no i hate it you just ruined it for me but it's definitely got blues in it as well yeah no i just this is this is you know uh i think it's is it the album studio picture yeah if you open up the album there's a picture of them in the studio yeah uh and that's how i see this like in my mind like studio the lights are turned down there's some candles big big giant candles yeah and they're just they're just jamming on this it's like the feeling like the way indifferent sounds Mm -hmm. you can hear that they're all just sitting in the room yeah be cool to hear like a fucking 15 minute version yeah where they just keep going they let mike do this a few times so pink floyd He goes high voice. Yeah. Ooh.
Don't fade out. Keep it going. Yeah, I want to hear that. Someone must have shit the bed. That must have been like uh, one of those live takes where it was like, man, that whole thing was good, except for about a minute into the outro, (laughs) someone really fucked it up. We can't fix it, so we'll just fade it out. Mm. Is that how they? Is that how that happens? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. There's. I mean, mm. I don't yeah. Because that jam could just go on and on. Yeah, that's. I want to hear that. It's funny. You would think that they would have. I wonder what the reasoning for that short of a fade though is. Like, oh, yeah. you know, that wasn't a very long outro. Right. I don't know. Seemed like they were just getting warmed up. But maybe that's the way that, you know, I guess that's the way they wanted to close the record. But yeah, it is kind of a fucking stony, pink Floydy mm-hmm. mic drop moment for Mr. Mike McCready. Yeah. Yeah. For an album that I don't absolutely love, it goes out on a high note. That that song is, it's up there with, with, uh, Indifference. Yeah, I love it. And even release. Like I that we that's what we need to do. Album closers. Oh shit. <laughs> Might get some arguments about that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do that down the road. All or none's great though. Hell yeah. It's a strong one for sure. Yeah. So I mean, I was I'm kinda disappointed. I was hoping to hear this album in a different, you know different light and it's just it still doesn't grab me overall maybe one day Mm. well i mean it's still a great record though i mean you're comparing it to other pearl jam records right there's a lot exactly exactly we've said it a million times yeah we we love all these albums hell yeah it was fun to listen through it felt Mm -hmm. like it was a good time to listen to this record for some reason i don't know why but Mm. felt yeah Feels like a right now record to me. Well, it did come out in November of '02, so it's hey. right, it came out around this around this time. Uh, I think that was 2009, Brad. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, you might be right. <laughs> oh God, I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst. Well, that was fun. Uh, let's get out of here, man. All right. If you want to email the show, you can email singlepodcasttheory at gmail dot com. Say hey on social media. And of course, if you'd like to support the show, head over to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash single podcast theory for that information. Until next time, I'm Brad Lyons. And I'm Brad Blazek saying, sometimes I burn like a dot on the sun with no one knowing. Ouch. Mm. Peace. (laughs) Later. Yo, peace out, homie. Yeah, dude. I have to pee so bad. <laughs> dude. Oh my god. I've had to I've had to like I've been bordering on some sort of kidney infection since like I am mine. You know we can stop. Like there's a natural cutting point, pause point in between oh, songs. God, Brad. I'm about to piss myself. Well, I'm shaking. Go, go, go piss then. I'm shaking. I'm go afraid on. if I get up I'll piss. <laughs> oh God! I was at my nephew's today. And oh, you can't start shit. a story now. But, oh, I no, had to shit no. so bad, but somebody was in there, and I was in a room with a giant kitty worst. litter box. No, Brad. 
<laughs> no. All right, I'll see you later. I'll you let didn't you go. shit in the ki- kitty litter, <laughs> did you? I th- I I can't I believe it's a possibility. It. I almost did. Ugh. I've been there, dude. I almost, uh, dude. I'm about it was, to be there right now. You know, I gotta like, go. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. You, my I, penis started go. like vibrating. Oh god! Don't talk about it anymore. Oh. All right. Oh, I love I'll you. Bye. You. Bye, dude.